This episode of More About Officership is brought to you by our new leadership resource, The Shape of Calling, a 36-page workbook designed to help you explore, understand, and respond to calling. You can get your free copy today at www.salvationarmy.org.au slash come alive. Hi, and welcome to season two of More About Officership, where our goal is to encourage and equip leaders for ministry. This is a podcast devoted to the ongoing conversation about calling, leadership, and ministry in the Salvation Army. In today's episode, our host, Major Michelle Oliver, sits down and talks with Captain Brenda Young from Eva Burroughs College. Michelle and Brenda discuss a series of questions that leaders from around our state have written in and asked about. There's lots of good information, so let's jump straight into today's episode. All right, we've got a question from Sam H. The biggest learning curve I've had in this officer role has been around the administration aspect of being an officer. Are there any units addressing this in college? Great question, Sam. Yeah, it is a good question. The short answer to that is yes, there are. So, um, and in in varying kind of degrees. So, one of the things about uh, the administration role of an officer is that that's a constantly moving feast, (laughs) particularly in the current context that where we find ourselves in. You may have heard core officers talking about new things being rolled out all the time. Uh, So we do have um, a certain amount of what we call non-accredited units. So you have your academic units, which are run through um, our higher education stream, which is a part of the University of Divinity. And those units contribute to whatever academic award you might be enrolled in. So it could be a Bachelor of Theology, Ministry, a diploma, whatever it might be. So they sit kind of in one area. So then we have another space for any of our, what we call Salvation Army service requirements, and they're not part of the higher ed. They are just basically delivered. Sometimes we'll have people from our THQ or divisions come in um, and run sessions. But effectively, things like finance, uh, things like HR, uh, volunteer management, um, SAMUS, those sorts of things. Um, For those who don't know, SAMUS is just a a database recording uh, space. Those sorts of things, we would have people come in and actually run sessions on. Um, And the other thing to say about that is that we are increasingly looking to get lots of those sorts of units up online um, so that people can actually access them. So in your case, Sam, you know, (laughs) in, in Catherine, uh, it would be good if you were able to jump on and if you were having a, an HR issue, for instance, see if there was any, I mean, you, you've got HR people that you can call. Um, but if you look, if it was just a basic kind of policy question or something, you know, that might be something that you could go to and uh, find an answer. Yeah. All right. So I put a question in. If you haven't studied since high school, what level of education do you do? Where do you start at? What's your uh, starting point? So if you haven't studied Uh, since high school, generally what we would do is enrol um, somebody in a diploma level unit, um, which doesn't mean, it's not a whole lot different actually to doing a a bachelor, but a diploma is, for example, and these numbers are again a bit of a moving feast as the university changes, uh, but a diploma is typically eight units 
And so you might get to the end of uh, uh, first year of having done a diploma, you've completed the diploma, you might go, actually, I've done okay. You know, I was a bit nervous, hadn't studied since high school, but actually I've done okay. That diploma can then nest into an advanced diploma, which is 16 units. So rather than graduate with a diploma, you then upgrade, in your, if you like, to an advanced diploma. And then you might even get to the end of that and say, yeah, no, I had enough, want to take my, take my bit of paper and run. Um, or that can actually nest into a bachelor award. Okay, so it's, it's set up really nicely, actually, that you can start at diploma level um, and, and many people surprise themselves, actually, even people, even if you've not done any tertiary level study, uh, some people really surprise themselves and, uh, you know, very happily go on to, to study beyond that. But for others for whom, um, you know, academic study is actually a bit of a challenge, uh, then we do have support um, people in place who um, are attached to our higher ed stream. Um, and all, all of our officer formation staff, people who work as um, individualised training officers with cadets, um, are also always available to help out. Okay, I've got another question for you, Quiet. Tell us about the social life at, at Eva Burrows. Like, do people kind of hang out together or do you just like sit in your apartment all day or what's, what happens there? And, and then what, what, what is the housing like? Um, Pre-COVID, basically, people did spend a lot of time, you know, um, and it, it, sometimes it varies a little bit from year to year, depending on the makeup of sessions and cohorts and things. Uh, but it's, we're very, very blessed with the Ringwood campus. We have a beautiful campus. Um, and for those of you who haven't seen it, uh, we have a, a very beautiful lush green area that we call the village green. Um, and people quite often, um, all of the apartments that our single uh, cadets live in and all of our townhouses where our families live and some of our staff live all face onto this village green um, and so particularly through the warmer months um, it's not uncommon for people to um, be coming out and you know having picnic dinners together or barbecues and things like that and again pre-covid <laughs> you know uh, we have spiritual days and um, you know, in Sundays, other kind of special uh, days where people gather and enjoy uh, a meal together. And what is the housing like? So you talk about apartments and townhouses. What could you explain this? Yeah. So the the apartments are a basically a single bedroom. So you well, they have there are one bedroom apartment. So you have a separate bedroom, um, a living area which is uh, in, has a, like a couch and a a chair and a coffee table and a TV and stuff like that down one end and then a, a small kind of kitchen area at the other end okay and that kitchen you know it has it's quite functional it has an oven and a microwave and you know everything that you would need uh, to cook and then you also have a small study with some you know shelving and things like that um, so that's it, they're, they're compact but they are really nicely appointed I've often thought to myself, I, you know, if I ever move into state and wanted to come back and study, I wouldn't mind a couple of weeks just, you know, living in one of the apartments. They, they're actually really quite nice. Um, I think if you're living there for a year, they might start to feel, a couple of years, they start to feel a little bit small. Um, but again, they open out onto this beautiful open green space. So uh, there's, there's some huge advantages to them as well. Um, then the townhouses. So we've got some three bedroom and some four bedroom townhouses. 
Uh, there's a row of 12 of them. Uh, they are multi-storey. Most of them I think are two-storey, but the four bedroom ones have a study up on the third floor. So they, they're kind of tall and thin. Um, and they have a, a living area, kitchen downstairs, laundry um, downstairs, and then upstairs where the bed, there's a couple of bedrooms and um, another small living area. Yeah, we've got a question from Sam about pets. Pets. Again, a few years ago, you would not have been able to bring a pet to college, but we actually now have a pet policy. Um, and you do, there's a, you know, it's not, there's not too many hoops to jump through, but you do actually have to apply um, because we're, you know, recognising that uh, with our townhouses, especially, we have a very, the, the village green really is your backyard and it's a communal backyard. And there is um, a very small space that is fenced off. Uh, in the apartments, there is no fenced off area. So essentially, if you're bringing a pet to an apartment, a Great Dane is not going to work. Um, <laughs> uh, neither is a Rottweiler or, you know, possibly even a Golden Retriever. You know, <laughs> in the apartments, it really needs to be a small indoor kind of cat or dog or whatever your guinea pig, whatever your preference is. Um, in the townhouse, uh, you can probably go a little bit bigger than that, but again, um, there's a, an application process. We have a pet policy, so there's an application process that's part of that. Um, and you also pay a bond, okay? So that if there's damage caused to the apartment or the unit or the townhouse at the end of your time, um, then there's money there to have it repaired. Um, in the event that your animal is well-behaved and doesn't tear the walls apart or anything like that, then the bond um, returns to you. Snakes it, it might depend on the variety. I'm assuming it's not a you know a taipan or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> but if it's a if it was a, a, a friendly little python, um, you'd have to go through the application process, and somebody else can make the decision. <laughs> can you please explain a bit more about the course of study before college? Okay. Um, so prior to um, coming into college and sometimes it's a bit a little bit to do with timing and how much time people have got and how busy they are prior to um, entering training um, we do as I said recommend this critical thinking unit um, it's an introductory unit um, and it basically just gets people doing a little bit of uh, the it, it sort of is helps to teach people how to think uh, critically about uh, issues. Um, so again, I'm, I'm, it's not my unit, uh, but I know that, for example, uh, one of the tasks that they, ha they have in that as part of that unit is analysing um, particularly important world speeches that have been made um, and, and unpacking what was going on at the time, what was, you know, what was behind it, what, what might we be able to accept from that what might we want to reject you know that kind of thing so it, it's again it's a really good unit if you've not done um, higher level study because that is one of the things that we do find is that um, launching straight into um, four academic units you know in in a first semester can be quite overwhelming um, especially when and you may have heard this too but if you've not studied 
um, theologically at tertiary level, it does, it, it has the potential to turn your world upside down a little bit. Yeah, and that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all, um, but it, it, it's challenging for many people. Um, and so, yeah, having a little bit under your belt beforehand. But I would say that anything that you do, so I know, for example, um, that uh, Clayton Spence has been offering um, a certificate for in theology and ministry. I would say something like that would be great introductory kind of information and material. You know, any books that you're reading, um, you know, maybe not any books that you're reading. I want to be a bit more critical than that. <laughs> but if you wanted to know about books that you could read, then that would be a conversation we'd be happy to have with you as well. Uh, difference in training for a social officer or a core officer. Um, so we actually, um, at the end of last year, a couple of staff had been working together on a, um, um, a training pathway specifically for um, people interested in the social space. Uh, at this point in time, we've not had anyone <clears throat> come through who's taken us up on that. But essentially, um, if we had somebody that was uh, right from the outset um, and it had the agreement of um, the Territory um, that they were, you know, looking to head in that direction, then it would just be a case of us basically developing um, a particular individualised plan um, that addressed the things that were thought necessary for, um, you know, so it may even be that your studies, while, while we would still say there might be a degree of theological study that might need to be completed, it might also be that a social work degree could be commenced, for example. Yeah. Or, and it, and it would be that obviously the weight of placement might be um, in social program as opposed to uh, faith-based communities. Can you tell us of any titles of books that would be good to read prior to college? That, that's a, that's a, it's a, actually a tricky question because I could recommend books that I, um, I think are valuable and good kind of introductory books, but it may not actually be of interest to you. We're, our Office of Formation Stream actually in the process of putting together a, a kind of um, a list of resources um, that, that might be helpful. That will include a series of um, book titles um, you know, there are some very good uh, titles that I could give you, but again, it's probably, it's probably more about you saying, what am I actually really interested in? Where do I think my gaps are? Um, and that, so it's actually helpful in making any kind of recommendation that we have a bit more information about what it is that you think you might be um, interested in reading about. Uh, and a social officer still gets commissioned. Yes, they do and moved like a regular officer uh, at this point in time? Yes, they do. Yeah, thank you for sharing. And I think we've just had some, all heard some really good, solid um, information on what some next steps are. And particularly for those, and I think many here are looking, for, looking ahead to training as to what that could actually look like. So um, thank you for sharing that. It's been really good, valuable times. And so everybody else, um, May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship and communion of his Holy Spirit be with each one of you now and forevermore. So go and serve you, mate. Have a good week. Thank you for joining us today on More About Officership. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can show your support by subscribing to this podcast and sharing it with your friends on social media. 
If you're interested in becoming an officer or want to explore more about ministry in the Salvation Army, please speak to your local Corps officer for more information. You can also reach out to us on Facebook at facebook.com slash TSA Officership Recruitment. That's facebook.com slash TSA Officership Recruitment. Until next time, thank you for joining and do what makes you come alive.